This is a call to those who want incredible success, but do not necessarily want to get filthy rich. You want to help others, be purposeful, and enjoy all life has to offer. Welcome to the Inbound Marketing Revolution. This is Dow of Inbound with Ion Garlic. Welcome to the Dial of Inbound. This is Ian Garlic, CEO of Authentic Web. And this week on Morning Marketing Mindsets, if you're not listening to them, um, we've been talking about storytelling mindset. And mindset is so key in every part of marketing, whatever you're doing. You know, inbound marketing, it's crucial to make it work because you can't just blast people. But when it comes to storytelling and really making any other t- top part of your marketing work, you have to have the right mindset. And a lot of times what's blocking you from making things happen is mindset. And today I want to talk about storytelling because it's the be- best form of marketing. It is by far. And probably the thing that's stopping you from creating an awesome story is you thinking that you don't have a story. And I'm telling you it's not true. And I'm going to help you start to find that story. And and I do this all the time. And literally every time, you know, I've shot something like 2,000 videos and, and, and interview because I do an average of something like 10 interviews a month over the past seven years, and you can do the math. And every time people are like, well, I don't have a story. And every single time I find the story, no matter who you are, there is a story. And you might say, well, I, and you're just awesome at doing that, which I know I'm awesome. I'm just kidding. Um, it's not, I'm not awesome. It's just getting past the barrier. Uh, the previous week I was working with, um, a client that does tax resolution work. And he was so in the advertising mindset and then moved into the marketing mindset and, and start telling the story of how he started a business when he was in, you know, 18, 19, that eventually, you know, he was part of this multi-billion dollar business and sold it. And I'm like, well, why didn't we talk about that? But he was scared of that. And that's one of the things we talked about is embracing your, your, your story. But even if you don't have a story like that, you do have a story and you have a story to tell. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Um, this week I was at a public speaking event, uh, heroic public speaking, which Michael Port's event, which was phenomenal. And when you think of public speaking, anything you're thinking about, like learning about public speaking, Toastmasters or anything like that, I want you to throw that out the window because this was nothing like that at all. Um, we talked about mindset a lot. We talked about your stage presence and that you're a performer. And that's a lot of this too. You, you know, you can be an authentic performer. You can tell an authentic story. Um, but a lot of it we, we did about crafting story. And that's part of the reason I was there. Not only to hear how other people, but to get better at storytelling. Because you know, I always want to be better at finding people's stories and helping them tell it. And, you know, and working for business, it, it, it's, it's sometimes a challenge. 
And sometimes I do, I feel too like, oh man, maybe this person doesn't have a story, but it's always there. And Michael Port, you know, we did, we did a breakout session and worked on storytelling and, you know, I worked with a few people going through their personal stories. And as you go through your personal stories and as you write them down, and if you take the time to really think about them and to tell them, you'll find that you have a lot of stories. You actually have a lot more stories than you realize. It's just that you haven't taken time, A, to write them down. Write down your personal stories about people, about big events in your life. And those are pertinent. And we'll talk about that in a second. But taking the time to write down your stories and, and write down the stories of your personal life, it, you'll find that you have a lot of them. And I'm hoping that want soon to have a few of the people I talk about today on the show, and I don't want to give away everything. Uh, but I will tell you that, you know, if just simply starting to write down your stories, think about people in your life. Think about your, your spouse. How did you meet your spouse? I told the story of, uh, meeting my wife, Jessica and engaging and getting engaged in a recent talk that I gave. And it's a really good story. And one day I'll tell it on here, but it, it's a funny story, an interesting story, but I worked on it to make it funnier and more interesting and worked on telling the story because that's the other part of it is you have to work the story. You have to have the exposition at the beginning, explain the, the context of the story and you have to tell, you have to, tell the context of the story, why, why it matters to the people and give all the relevant points in the beginning and set the story up. And then you have to have, you know, the three act structure, the exposition is the beginning. And then in the middle you have the conflict and every good story has a conflict. Every good story has a conflict and you have these stories. I promise you, you do. And even if you're not married, you have, even if you're not, whatever you're doing, if you have a business, you have these stories. You have really good ones because running a business is freaking hard. So you have that conflict. And like I've said in the mindset, telling and embracing those bad stories and telling people and opening up to them and owning them are going to make you not only vulnerable, but make people relate to you and connect to you and care about you. So find those conflicts that you're, you're kind of embarrassed about and then giving a resolution, giving a good resolution to the story. People love that and they will connect to you and start working through those stories. And you might be saying, well, um, I, you know, I have a software company. What is my, the story of me and my spouse? It, a, it opens you up. It makes you a person. It makes you a real person. People want to buy from people. But also telling the story, people want to hear stories. Why do you think that Us Magazine is so popular? Why do you think we pay so attention, so much attention to political scandals? People want to hear the stories. They crave those personal stories. There wouldn't be political scandals if people didn't. And I'm not saying you should have a scandal, 
but people are going to pay attention to you. And when we talk about know, like, and trust, well, they'll know, like you, and, and most likely trust you because you've opened up a true story about yourself. And you don't even have to tell anything about your business. You don't even have to tell anything about what you do or how you do it because most people will then want to learn that and they'll learn it in the context of your story because they'll attach it in their brains to your story. So finding those stories and finding and, and telling them and going, okay, what's the exposition? What's the beginning? What's the middle? What's the conflict? And then what's the resolution is so key to your business. And another place to find it, we've talked about it before, is in case studies. Telling your clients stories. Not just the, and, and you know, when we talk testimonials, people tell the resolution. They might even tell the conflict. Most of the time they just tell a resolution. Uh, I'm in Orlando, Florida, and, you know, we have the billboards with the resolution on it. It's a horrible, horrible billboards that really disservice to the personal injury community. And they say, so-and-so, the attorney got me $500,000. I'm not even going to give the attorney the the benefit of saying his name because I think it's bad. I'm going to get on my soapbox a little because if you see $500,000 up there, what if that person needed a million dollars to get their life back? You might say that's a lot of money, but what if they couldn't walk? What if they lost their family? What if they lost their job and their inability to make money for the rest of their life? Well, a million dollars, if you're going to live another 20 years, that's only $50,000 a year. And if you have serious medical problems, that's not a lot of money. All right, I'm off my soapbox now. But what I'm saying is that those billboards only show the, the resolution. And the story here is, is, is the entire story. So when you talk case studies, think about, look at your clients and look at their stories. Tell the story of who they are, what was going on in their life before they met you. And this will help your marketing too, because it'll help you to market, as we've talked about in the storyboarding method. But also then, you know, who they are, the exposition. And then look at your the stories of your clients. What was the conflict? And there's multiple conflicts there. You can have multiple conflicts. Were they going to hire you? Were they going to use your service? Had they used bad services before? Had they did they doubt your service? Did they doubt you? You know, what are those conflicts before they hired you? And what are the conflicts that you had after they, they hired you or, or took on your service or started using your software? What were the problems that they had and how did they get over those problems? You know, if you, if you are a software provider or a software consultant, um, you know, we have a few of those, you know, what are the problems that people have once they get in and how do you get over them? Opening those up, embracing those stories will make people realize, Hey, yeah, it might be a little difficult, but also set them up for, set their expectations to be proper. And in the end, in the end, um, go ahead and you know resolve the conflict. Tell the end story. What what and resolve it even further out. Not just how you help them, but what's their life like afterwards. Those are big stories. So the way I would do it is I would spend a day collecting stories and not judging them just collecting them and then spend a day or, you know, spend an hour or two on a regular basis finding, uh, you know, uh, find, sculpting those stories like we talked about. After that, after you sculpt those stories, 
well, what are you going to do next? You might say, well, I, that, how does that relate to my client? Uh, what was cool at the heroic public speaking event, Michael Port did a little bit, but um, they had Ron Titon, who was a comedian. And the guy got up and he told a few great stories. And he told them spontaneously. And I'm not going to tell you because it's Ron, and you'll see in the show notes, I'll, I'll give you his Twitter handle. Guy was hilarious. Super, super funny. Great storyteller, great speaker. And took us on a fantastic journey in his speaking. Um, but one of the things we really talked about, too, was that journey of the story can lead to a lot of different places. And so think about this. If you're, you know, we've talked about wants and needs before. You know, if someone wants a solution to a specific issue, you can sculpt the story, that same story, over and over again to apply to that issue. You know, if if your software provides a specific function or your consultant and there's a specific thing that you do for people, your story, even if it's not directly related, can relate to that want. So what, what do I mean by this? Um, let's say, let's give an example. I'm, I'm just giving this off the cuff. I'm, I, I'm, let's say I got in my car and I'm driving and instead of picking my phone, I remembered to pay attention to the road and I stopped and paid attention to the road and I just missed getting hit by someone running the stop sign and saw that that person was on their phone. And then they got into a car accident. There's a hundred different ways that this could relate. If you are trying to get people to realize how much social media is distracting them, well, you could talk about Facebook and how it saved my life and how we need to focus. Um, if you're talking about how dangerous the roads are, there you go. There, there's, you know, a thousand different ways to, to tell that story, but it, people relate to that and they become, once I tell that story, they're like, oh yeah, I, I pick up my phone too. So they will relate to me and they'll relate to you. Now, if you tell an even more in-depth story, let's say you tell the story, you know, those case studies, those case studies have different aspects of it that you can talk about different features of your service, talk different features of your consultancy. You can tell him different features of your software, different values of what you do. Um, that is one way that you can just make any story work for you. And that way you could just have two or three great stories. But the cool part about the internet is that you could have 20 different case studies. And then relate each of them to a specific topic. There's a thousand different ways then to use 10 different stories. So stories become super, super powerful. If you get really good at telling stories, you can use the same ones over and over again and become an excellent, excellent storyteller with just a few stories. 
you know, I, I always think of when I talk about this aspect of using stories, I always think of like guys like Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar. If you listen to them enough, they tell the same stories over and over and over again. But they get better and better at them and they use them in different ways. So, here's the thing. Storytelling is essential. It's going to set you apart. And your personal stories are going to what is going to make your marketing very different, very powerful, and work for you. And it'll make your inbound marketing excellent. And no matter where you go, if you want to start public speaking, or if you just want to make your website more spruced up, if you want to make your about us page better, Having great stories to make people remember you and make people like you and make people know, like, and trust you. So take some time. Take some time to tell these stories. Take some time to craft your stories. Collect the stories. Reach out. You might say, well, I don't have any stories of your clients. You do. If you've been in business for a long time, if you have a software company, you, you, you know, reach out and get the stories of your customers. Get the story, though. Don't get testimonials. Get the story. And then think about your own stories and your own past. You have these stories. And they're what, uh, people are going to relate to you. Thank you for listening to The Dial of Inbound. This episode is a short storytelling one. We have some more episodes about telling your story, ways to tell your story, getting better at storytelling. But don't forget to listen to the mindsets because really working through your story, we're natural storytellers. Humans are natural storytellers. But becoming better at it is not only practice, but it is mindset. So listen to the morning marketing mindsets on storytelling. Constantly work in your mindset. Work in your stories. Get them into your business. Craft them for your business. And I will be here to help you out. If you have any questions, please feel free to post them on iingarlic.com um, or fill out the form or go to my Facebook page and post them. Keep listening. And if you like this a lot, do me a favor, tell some of your friends about it. You know, uh, The more people I can help tell their story, embrace their story, the better off this whole, the, our entire world will be. Thanks for letting me be a part of your journey. This is Ian Garlic, Dial of Inbound. Have a great day.